Hello, 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 and thank you so much for joining me for the podcast of The True Power From Within. I do pray each and every day that this podcast touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. I am your host, Melody Varis Tucker, and I am so, so grateful that you are here. So today I have, I'm calling this podcast, You Are Seen, and over the last several days, Um, God has literally been taking me on a journey of women in the Bible, excuse me, of women in the Bible. And, you know, yesterday I was reading about Sarah and this morning, you know, God is like, you know, look into Hagar, right? So the backstory is that. We all know the story of Sarah and Abraham in the Bible, and we all know that, um, you know, God had promised Abraham that he would be the father of many nations, right? And that although Sarah was barren, that he would still have a son, right? But we see his wife, uh, she gets, you know, um, she has a lack of faith, and she begins to take the purpose or the plan that God has for them into her own hands, right? And she wants to manipulate God's plan, which we often find ourselves doing because we see that the plan, you know, is not moving fast enough or we're not seeing the results fast enough or, you know, we are not moving fast enough. So we take the plan in which God has for our lives and we take it into our own hands, right? And we manipulate the plan and we try to take our own path and do our own thing. And, you know, God's like, hold on a minute. This is not the plan. But I want to talk about Hagar, right? So Hagar was the, um, was the slave of Sarah, right? So when Sarah got into her mode of, I'm going to take care of this myself. I'm going to do my own thing. And, um, you know, she goes to her husband and she says, Abraham, I want you to take Hagar and I want you to have a, have a child. Right. So, you know, Abraham's like, okay. So he does what his wife tells him to. But then we see once she gets pregnant, right? Once she gets pregnant, we see that um, there's a lot of animosity, right? There's a lot of um, jealousy and resentment that comes up with uh, Sarah because she probably knew, listen, I just started something that I really cannot finish. I already have a lack of faith and now I am insecure because I created this plan, right? So with the jealousy and the resentment and all the things that began to, began to uh, arise within Sarah, she began to treat Hagar um, really badly. So badly that Hagar ran away, right? So she ran away and she's um, in the wilderness. She's pregnant and an angel comes to her. Right, an angel comes to her 
And this is going to be, the story of Hagar is in, in Genesis uh, chapter 16 and chapter 21. So in Genesis um, 16, verse starting at verse 7, it says, The angel of the Lord found her by a spring in the wilderness, the spring on the way to shore. He said, Hagar, slave of Sarai. So before, um, before her name was Sarah, it was Sarai. Um, so where have you come from and where are you going? She replied, I am running away from my mistress, Sarai. The angel of the Lord said to her, go back to your mistress and submit to her authority. The angel of the Lord said to her, I will greatly multiply your offspring and they will be too many to count. The angel of the Lord said to her, you have conceived and you will have a son and you will name him Ishmael. For the Lord has heard your cry of affliction, right? So we see in the story of Hagar, we see a story of hope, right? Because when this angel comes to her, she begins to see and feel that she is heard and she is seen, right? Because if you drop down to verse 13, it says, Um, so she named the Lord who spoke to her, your Eloi, um, for she said in this place, I have actually seen the one who sees me. How relevant is that in our lives, right? We go through things that we are not responsible for, right? We are hurt and harmed and abused and neglected and, um, and, you know, betrayed by people who are supposed to love and care about us, right? And we seem to be the, the dartboard of all the reasons why things are not going right in someone else's life, right? We, we um, as the victim, seem to get um, blamed for things that we're not responsible for. We begin to feel as if we're insignificant. We feel broken, we feel alone, and we feel abandoned or abused or used or whatever that is that we are feeling, right? But in those moments, God truly sees us. Although we feel like we are going through some things that we, we don't understand, um, you know, the, we maybe feel like something was a good idea at the beginning and then we see that it has turned out to be a nightmare, right? Maybe we've been in an addiction or we've been in prison or we've been homeless or we've been abused or we've gone through a divorce or we're going through grief and we feel like it's something that, you know, God, why are we going through this? Why do I have to endure this? Why Am I the one that has to feel the pain? Why am I suffering from someone else's past? Why have I become a victim to someone else's mistakes, right? And we begin to question all of the things in our lives because we don't understand. But I want you to know that in those moments when you feel like Hagar, You feel like you're in the wilderness and you're alone and you've been betrayed and you've been hurt and you, everything that you have known has turned their back on you. Know that God sees you. 
He knows you. He hears your cry. And he will seek you out. Because it says here that the angel said to her um, that the Lord has heard you. And he sees you. God has a plan for our lives. Whether we understand it, whether we follow through with it, whether we see that we've gone too far to make it back to, to, to where God is, 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 you know, has, we felt like God has left us. But God will meet us where we are. He will meet us in the depths of our darkness, in the depths of our addiction, in prison. He will meet us where we are. He will meet us in our pain, in our hurt, in any circumstances. He sees us and he will meet us where we are. God has a plan for each and every one of us. Right? Even when we feel scared, alone, or uncertain. We're going to feel many days of uncertainty because, well... Being a human, living in this world is uncertain. But one thing that we can be certain of is that God has us right where he wants us. We don't have to question God's plan. We don't have to question that we have purpose or that we are worthy or that we are lovable or that we are enough. We do not have to question those things because God has deemed us worthy and enough when he created us. Our lives were written in his book before we were even born. So we can take heed to the promise that even when other people don't see us, God sees us. He hears us. He's working on our behalf. I am no stranger to this because there's been many times in my life where I feel as if I'm in the wilderness, right? I feel lost. I feel I have felt abandoned and betrayed and used and abused. And I have felt all of these things and it doesn't stop there, right? I've, I've, been sober. I've been through prison. I have an amazing life, but I still struggle with things from the inside, right? Because now you want to live in purpose or now, you know, you've got things going on in your life. You've got changes happening and you feel as if your life is falling apart. And God says, your life is, is coming together. We live in uncertainty, but God is not an uncertain God. He is a God who loves us. He knows us. He knows our needs. He knows our wants. He knows the purpose that he has for us. He knows the plan. And he is faithful in his plan for us. He he doesn't just say, okay, here's, here's something, and then you've got to deal with the rest. He's a God that is there 24 7, 365. He always has been. He always will be. But when we get into a place and we feel like Hagar, we feel like we've been 
rejected and we feel like we're at a loss and we feel like things are not going how we want them to go or you know we're seeing ourselves as unworthy because we're not moving fast enough or the plan is not happening fast enough or we're not healing fast enough know that even though we have to endure for a night joy will come in the morning and this was not the only time right This was not the only time that Hagar found herself in the wilderness. The next time she felt herself, she was in the wilderness, was after Ishmael was born. Sarah had Isaac, and she was alienated, right? And Sarah began to blame Abraham and and, uh, Hagar because of a mistake that she and the idea that she had, right? So how how relatable is that is that we blame everybody else for our responsible part in something. Right? If we're angry, if we're hurt, we we tend to blame everyone else around us. Although, although some things we are victim to because of other people's choices. Okay? I do not want to to just pass right by that because I too have been a victim of people's bad choices, right? I too have felt as if this was going right, but then something went really wrong, right? And you feel lost. You feel betrayed. You feel hurt. You don't understand why this is happening. Like I'm doing all the right things, but the wrong things are happening. God sees you. And he sees your tears, he sees your hurt, he sees your pain. And he has purpose. He has purpose for you. And I hope that I am giving this to you like God gave it to me. We have to trust him. Even in the moments where we're in the depths of uncertainty. It's hard. Because we can't see the end result. He doesn't lay out the plan for us and say, okay, so on this day, this is going to happen. On this day, this is going to happen. We have to step into hard things and trust that he is there with us. We have to step into these unknown seasons where it doesn't look the way we expected it to look. But we have to trust and believe that he is with us and he sees us and he knows what we need and he and he cares about us and he is faithful sometimes we have to remember the past blessings to get us through to the next blessings and what i mean by that is we have to look at the things we've overcome and we've been through and 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 that he, is, he has showed us in the parts of the plan that we already know because we're in those moments. 
to keep the hope and the faith, to know that his plan is is in place and it is moving and it is working and he is building something more beautiful for us than what we imagined in our own in our own lives. I'm I'm emotional this morning because I know God is working some things out in my life and I know that I have purpose and I know that you know that I didn't overcome everything that I've overcome for nothing. But I find myself asking God all the time, what is the plan? What are you doing? Because I don't feel like I'm doing enough, right? Like I'm a busy person. I want to be busy, right? But sometimes we want to be busy doing nothing when God would rather us be silent, right? Or still for a moment because he's trying to show us something. But we busy ourselves and we miss the things that God is trying to show us and try to tell us. And it bothers me because I want to be busy. I want to be doing things. I want to be helping people. I want to be, you know, um, encouraging and inspiring others. But I too am still learning. I too am still growing. I too still struggle. I too am still healing. And he says, I just need you to be still for a moment. And so he put me on this journey of studying the, some of the women in the Bible. Now, Ruth has always been my favorite story. Always been my favorite story. Because you can take so much away from Ruth. But in the beginning, I started as a Hagar. Right? I started as a Hagar. And now have I worked myself up to a Ruth? I'm trying. Because, I mean, Ruth is, is you know, she, she, was the, she was the girl. Right? She was a woman of integrity. She was a woman that, you know, she did not give up. She believed and she had faith and things turned out. You know, I mean, she went and she was running her race behind other people and picking up things behind other people. And then she ended up owning the, the same land that she had to work on and pick up behind other people. But I started as a Hagar. I started in the wilderness. I started in prison. I started in abuse. I started in an addiction. That's where it started. And I was lost and I felt abused and abandoned. And I felt like God did not see me or hear me. But in prison, he showed me that he still saw me. Because I needed that motivation. He let my son say very few words to me when I was going, heading off to jail. That was a moment that changed my life forever. And it's words that you would not normally hear a 12-year-old saying. And it was mommy I need you right now. 
And that changed the course of my life forever. So in those moments when we feel like God is, is, doesn't see us, he doesn't hear us, you know, the plan that he has, I don't understand it. Because for a moment we have to endure. For a moment we have to accept that things are not the way we want them to be. But we can believe that God has the plan. I just want you to know today that if you feel like a Hagar, if you feel lost or if you feel, you know, confused about the plan or what's going on in your life, you, you just don't understand it. Just want you to know that in those moments in the wilderness, God sees you. He hears you. He loves you. He knows you. He cares about you. He is faithful. And he is going to follow through with the plan that he has for your life. I know it's hard right now. I know it's uncertain right now. I live in that myself some days. But just know, just like Hagar, your story is for purpose. God says that have hope in me, believe in me and trust in me and know that I have a purpose for your life. You're not going through the hard times right now because just to go through. You have to endure for a moment, but there is greater things on the other side. There is greater things on the other side. He's already ordained your promised land. He's already ordained the people that you will touch in your life. He has already ordained the visions that you have. But we have to believe in those things. We have to believe the visions that he has given us will come to pass. And we can't get stuck in the wilderness mindset, questioning the plan. We have to have hope and faith and believe and speak life into those things. We have to speak life into ourselves and into our families. We have to speak life over ourselves and our situations. We have to know that although we're in the wilderness, it's in that moment that God is still there. I said this the other day. He's the same God in the valley as he is on the mountaintop. But sometimes we worship the mountaintop and we miss the very thing that he's trying to show us in the valley. So today I want to tell you that your life may look hard and it may look uncertain and you may not understand why things are happening the way they are happening. But just remember you started off as a Hagar. Remember things used to look a lot different. But you've come so far. And you've overcome so much. And the God that we serve did not bring you this far to leave you now. 
there is bigger and better things. And sometimes we have to endure and we have to be in the wilderness and we have to, you know, uh, just trust him to provide for us in this season. But he says, be faithful in the small, in, in the small moments. Be faithful over the small things and I'll make you ruler over many things. Be faithful even when you don't understand. Know that you may have been broken and you may have bondage and you may feel insignificant and abandoned and abused or unpurposed. But God sees you and he hears you. And he will make you great. So today, I just want you to know that although you may feel like you're not being heard, but he sees you and he hears you and he sees your prayer. He hears your prayers and he sees your struggles and he knows that you have endured But he says he has purpose. But we need to have hope and faith and believe and speak those things over our lives. So today, I encourage you to speak life. Speak the things that you have overcome, that you are an overcomer, that you made it through the abuse, you made it through the financial struggle, you made it... um, through the addiction, you made it through prison, you made it through homelessness, you made it through, you are an overcomer. Think about those things because the God that you serve did not bring you this far to leave you now. He has greater things and although we feel as if we're in the valley, he's still the same God in the valley as he is on the mountaintop. Trust him in this season that we don't understand and that we're scared and we're uncertain. And just trust him to know that there are greater things coming. That the blessings that he has for you are still there. And they're great. But trust him in this wilderness season because because he's just trying to show you something. He's trying to protect you from something. He's, he, he's, he's saying to you, I've got you. You're right where you're supposed to be. Still stay the course. Stay the course. Keep the faith. Keep believing. Speak life over yourself and over your situations. Because although you feel like a Hagar, or maybe you're like me and you started as a Hagar, God's got you and he sees you and he is working on your behalf. So today, just know that you are loved. You are believed in that no matter what you're going through, know that God is with you. He is right there. He sees you and he is listening and he sees your tears and he hears your prayers. And you may be enduring something right now, but know that you, there may, you may endure for a moment. But when I tell you that there's joy on the other side, 
You've got this. You've already overcome so much. You've already had to endure so much. He's saying, just hold on. And just trust me in this wilderness season because you're not, you're not not being heard. And he's saying that he's got you. Just trust and believe in me. It looks hard, but the greatness and the blessings and all the things that you've been asking for are on the other side. Just trust me in this, in this one season that you're going through right now. So I thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And I pray that I added value and I pray that I gave this to you like God gave this to me because it was very touching. It was very touching on how relatable some of the stories of these women and people that are in the Bible are in our lives today. But all come with a a messy comeback story. Because although we may go from being a Hagar or a Sarah, but remember, Sarah was the mother of many nations. And really quick before I go, I want to read you something really quick from, I was studying 1 Peter yesterday also. In 1 Peter chapter 2, um, the last part of, of verse 7 says, The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. So know that all the rejection, all of the abuse, all of the things that you feel have come against you, just know that those are the very things that God can use to build everything that you're asking for. Your purpose the plan, the visions, all of that. God can use those very things that were that other people rejected in you to get you to your purpose. So today, just trust and believe in this season. In this season that is unknown and uncertain, just trust him and know that he is working behind the scenes on your behalf. So thank you again for hanging with me today. I hope I added value. And uh, if... I added value. Please share this to your social media. If you're actually on the podcast, please follow. Um, or if you're on live stream right now, please go to the True Power From Within on wherever you find your podcast. And please follow and leave a comment if I added value or screenshot it and put it in your story. So I thank you so much and I hope you have an absolutely amazing day and I'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.